video game podcast in raccoon city i'm one of your hosts this week bryant mr x daniels and joining me across the universe on skype is none other than todd leon fortner what's going on man oh man same old same old man it's all good i just it hit me differently when you read it out loud that you're mr x <laughs> on, on here well it's in celebration of both mr x the tyrant from from resident evil 2 and dmx being released from prison this week that happened what, this week. What? 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 Man, I miss DMX in his heyday. I really do. Uh, yep. He was what so good. Yeah. Nah, I but he's, he, yeah. I mean, if he would have died, he'd probably be more of a legend. But yeah, yeah man. Um, Yeah. That, how are you doing today, man? How you feeling? Man, I am feeling fantastic. Uh, what's that? Um, I'm feeling excellent. There's a song by Jonathan Colton where it's, I feel fantastic. I love that song, but it's about pill use, so it's it's really kind of <laughs> ironic. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, if uh, this is your first time joining us, we're a video game show. What we do is we get together, we talk about the video games we've been playing, we break down some video game news, and then we have a roundtable. This week we have a roundtable for you guys. What are we talking about this week, Todd? Are we talking about the effects of sequels, remakes, versus new ips yeah which gets us more excited if you will I, I i mean i don't know this is one of the, these just gonna be straight a conversation more of a question and just see where that shit goes and how that can be um see how the tribe and, which is in, exactly which was been inspired by resident evil 2 this is really more gonna turn probably into a, a conversation about resident evil 2 that's what this is gonna be a lot about yes but, uh, but that's what inspired that conversation, that idea. I know we got that question on Facebook about if we were going to talk about Resident Evil 2. Yes, we are. Uh, we like to do things a little bit different, at skip the tutorial than a lot of shows. We actually like to let things kind of digest a little bit. And we like to let things kind of, I guess, matriculate into a proper opinion. So we can, we can give you guys our full perspective, if you will. Not initial perspectives, but... We like to give initial, don't get me wrong, but with big releases, we like to actually give it a full discussion. That's what we like. The on the on the on the big releases, the the immediate releases, the needed releases, it's a full discussion that we like to try to try oh, to participate titties, in. Man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> we also don't get review copies of shit, so it's gonna That's like true. <laughs> Something we gotta do what we gotta do when we gotta do it. But I feel you. I mean, sometimes it's good to let it sink in. We play it how it go though. Yeah. Even though I was, you know, I tried to get ahead a little bit on Anthem, but um, little stuff like that. But it, it I mean, really, what he's trying to say is, we do what the fuck we want to do. Exactly. Uh, but we got some shout outs this week. Kev Lad uh, on Twitter says, listening to some of the back episodes of STT Pod, guys, that fart story in episode five. And he just put a bunch of laughter and emoticon tears. And I was like, that was something I forgot about. I actually had to go back and listen to it. And I was like, you're right. It's still funny these days. Farts, still funny. Still a I funny mean, subject. Especially when they taste like ketchup. <laughs> oh, God. Awful. 
It's like you remember that movie Biodome with Pauly Shore. Can never forget that movie. Oh, that part where they're farting and they're both like, "Oh, this is what you had for lunch." And I was like, "This is the weirdest game ever." He I, is an underrated actor, and I believe he deserves an Oscar for I, that movie. Okay. He was ahead of his time, mm-hmm. and he had the perfect border control in, in mind, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? That whole movie <laughs> represent border control to me, and I appreciate it. Put the dome on it. Put the dome down on top. We're living in Stephen King world now. Let's do it. That's what I'm talking about. I want to be the Polly Shore of <laughs> no, <my>. yeah, bro. <laughs> what, what happened? Why was this? Why did that come up? What were we talking about? Uh, fart stories. C- CBD oil. CBD oil. <laughs> yes, we also have no, that. No, no. Uh, <laughs> also, also Coco on Twitter. Coco on Twitter. We see uh, he posted a screenshot from Spotify. We are on Spotify. I said letting my dogs help me get through the workday. At STT Pod, hashtag STT Tribe, hashtag if you know, you know. Yes! Man, salute. That's right. That's right. Uh, this week, we're also uh, wanted to mention that we're brought to you by LOU CBD Oil. LOU CBD Oil. CBD Oil is a, uh, kind of an amazing thing that's really began gaining traction in the last few years. Um, it helps people with everything from PTSD to inflammation, um, kind of as a supplemental thing. Of course, you know, I would check with your doctor, um, you know, just, just, just to make sure, but your listener, we, you guys can save 15% off your first order when you use the affiliate code STT pod at checkout. And it's at loucbd.com, loucbd.com. We also have a referral link that we're putting in the show notes. It'll, uh, uh, you know, take you right there to that STTP, STT pod area. Um, as far as the actual product itself, it's manufactured in the USA. It's organically grown hemp. It's THC-free. It's non-GMO. It's phytocannabinoid-rich hemp oil. It's free of pesticides and free of heavy metal. No, I want my heavy metal, Todd. Slayer! Slayer, you you do good every time with the cannibal. No, I can't. I mean, it sounds like a character off a of Giver. Yeah, I, dug, I dig it. Like I always have don't to you pause. Was there ever a Giver game? No, there. You know, I think there was. There needs to be a Giver game. Hold on, um, man. I gotta look that up. Yeah, I'm sure there wasn't like <laughs> Japan or something. You remember those movies with Mark Hamill from back in the day, the live action movies? Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. Let's see here. Yes, there has been Giver games. Yeah, that's what I thought, man. Yeah, there sure has. Um, well, maybe. I don't know. There's a question on Reddit that asks, "Have no, we're here. The Giver uh, bio-boosted army. No, that's the OVA. Never mind. Man, has there been a Giver game? Well, there needs to be one. There's anyway. a prototype. There's prototypes apparently out there. So you know they've thought about it. Man, now I want to watch that cheesy ass movie from the nineties. You remember that with uh Hell oh, yeah, bro, that's my shit. I that love is that my movie. Shit, fool. Man. Like for real. Like what do you mean? Like that is that is one of my favorites on the slick, cuz I love the Giver. That's my shit. Me my too, sister man. references that shit sometimes. But uh The Giver yeah. and the Shadow. You remember the Shadow and the Phantom? Yeah. All yeah. <laughs> The Phantom yeah. knows the hearts of men. Oh my yeah. god, Billy Zane. Uh soup. Yeah, Boy, Jonathan Wimbush, shout out to him. He out there in Pomona somewhere now, you know what I'm saying, being a player. He used to love that fucking movie. But uh but yeah, man. 
That's what's up, bro. Like the CBD oil shit is dope. I love the fifteen percent. Go check it out, man. Can I do the honors one more time? It felt good. It felt good last week. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, do it, man. Let's well, do Ryan, it. what the fuck have you been playing? <laughs> well, this week I've been playing a lot of Candyland, Todd, uh, <laughs> and Solitaire. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a real hardcore gamer who's up on the up on the modern day, and that Candyland is something else. So let me tell you about that that game right there. No, no, I have not been playing either one of those this week. Uh, I want to talk about Resident Evil 2, but first I do want to talk about Anthem, because I did get a chance to try the Anthem demo. I want to preface this by saying I will be playing this again because I was playing it on 1 in the morning with very little sleep, and when I'm that way, I have a tendency to be cranky. And when you force me in a group, I'm like, nah, fuck you guys. I don't want to play with you. I want to play in my own damn sandbox. So immediately I was like, I need to put this down after about 20 minutes because I was like, my experience is tainted because of where I'm at right now. Um, so I actually need to play this with a clear mind. Like, I need to be open-eyed to this thing. So I will reserve some of my initial thoughts until I get a chance to actually get into it when I'm not, number one, exhausted, and number two, have family in town. Because there's just a lot going on. So I just need to play that game when I just have a moment to really oh, sit no. down with the hold game. Hold on, man. Oh, do we need to? Hold on. Hey, huh. man, I know this is about the video games and stuff. <laughs> but this is also the grand social experiment, a different type of people coming together around some kind of, you know, specific, you know, Yes. hobby or something that we love and you know we're a tribe or everything okay like everything is right, everything is a okay you sure you yeah. seem like a man with a plan <laughs> i just had a with lot a briefcase going on in his hand i got you a briefcase full of gold you see my wallet <laughs> says bad motherfucker guns. <laughs> okay. like with a black tie and a white untucked shirt dress, yes dress shirt Yes, yes. Nah, but uh, so you say you played about twenty minutes. Yeah, I only played about, about twenty minutes. I need to really give it more of a shot. Straight into a mission. I did, which was yes, probably maybe, my fault. No, I mean no, it, it's not a fault thing. It's a preference thing. I, and I was just yeah. curious. I was curious of you know what I'm saying because me, like when I first played last week, when it was hell trying to even get online. So I think I was just appreciative that it wasn't yeah. broken. I'll get into that when I talk about it. But um. Yeah, I'll free play first. See, that's what I'm going to do because uh, Big Willie actually texted me this morning because um, he saw me online on it and he asked, I kind of asked him my thoughts. And I was like, you know. Shout out Big Willie for holding it down yes. on social media and Discord and shit, real shit. For Absolutely. Real. That Facebook, yeah. man, he takes care of that Facebook tribe. By the way, we have a tribe on Facebook. It's a private group. If you want to join that, you can find it on the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash SPTPod. But Big Willie. He texted me this morning and asked me how my thoughts were. And I was like, honestly, I wasn't feeling it at first. Um, you know, I was like, I felt it was a little bland and I don't like being forced into a group. And I just, you know, and those were kind of my thoughts. I like the movement. I like the look. I think it's a beautiful game. I like the actual shooting sequences. But then again, it's one of those things that whenever I go into anything, either a movie or a video game or a book, I always have to take into consideration where my mind is at at the time. As well, mm -hmm. because sometimes I'm just not going to be feeling whatever I'm doing, no matter how much I want to. And so Anthem is one of those things. I was like, I need to come back to this later. I need to put this down right now. I need to get sleep. I need to get rest. I need to just come back to this at a later time. So I mean, that's yeah, what I'm going to be doing. Honest, legitimate opinion, though. You know, we, and we we might tail off into that later because my thing is, I'm not going to lie. Like, 
I'm I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on Resident Evil Two. Serious shit, you Me, already know. Cause yeah. I know the really where you where you've been at this week, man. So so yeah. Resident Evil Two, the game I didn't want to play that I couldn't put down. That's what I would title a review if I wrote it for a website. But it's true, man. Like Resident Evil Two. Okay, so I've beaten both uh, Claire and Leon's story. So I've beaten the game. I've gotten the true ending. I unlocked the fourth survivor mode, so I'm at that point. Um, this is by far already in my early contender for game of the year for me. For me. Because this not only hits that area of survival horror that I really like, and really brings it to a you-never-feel-safe-ever. That's what I love about this game. And a lot of survival horror games, you get to a point where you start feeling safe because you've seen all that it can kind of do. But... The music score, the sound effects, the lack of ammo, the reservation of ammo, the lack of health items, even when going into a boss fight. Like, there's that old adage that in any video game, when you hit a room where they give you a bunch of ammo, you know, you're about to go into a big boss fight, or you're about to go to a place where you're going to use a lot of ammo. Resident Evil 2 doesn't do that. The beautiful thing that they do is they put all the ammo inside the room with the boss. So while you're trying to evade that crazy bastard, you're trying to collect ammo to take care of yourself as well. This is by far an huge accomplishment for remakes, especially. It's showing us what remakes can be done when they're built from the ground up. And if you really put a lot of passion and love into these things. And while it does follow similar plot lines from the original Resident Evil 2, there's so many changes and the stories are so, between Leon and Claire, there's so many of these minute considerations and things that change between the two playthroughs that it makes worth playing through the second time. It makes it worthwhile. Um, you know, I'm just, the graphically speaking, it's a beautiful game. It's absolutely beautiful. It's freaking terrifying. Mr. X, the tyrant, is a beast. Is a beast. And that is... Something about hearing that bastard's footsteps, tom, 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 tom. I'm like, fuck you, dude. And I just, I want to run away every time. And it's, it still gives me anxiety. There's parts where my hands were literally sweating, holding the controller while playing this game. It is not going to be for everybody. It is a survival horror game. That is for sure. But if you want to talk about crowning achievements on survival horror, that genre, this is a crowning fucking achievement. And Resident Evil has resurrected itself, come back and said, no, we're the fucking best. We're the best. We know what we're doing. And I'm like, damn right you do. You can take all my money. Have all my money. I will play this. And, you know, that's a crazy thing. Because I was sitting there last night at 1 o'clock in the morning before launch Anthem. And I was like, man, I kind of want to launch Resident Evil 2 right now and just start another playthrough. But I was like, nope, I got other stuff to get to. But you know it's a good game when that happens. You know how well that affects you. And talking about the dialogue, the cutscenes, the actual storylines, the storyline differences, it's just amazing. And the ending, once you get the true ending, it's so awesome. It is so... I love this game. This is... this. Uh this is amazing I know, man. To me. Like seriously, bro. Like the the dragon kiss bukaki level of pleasure that you ex- <laughs> exuded from your experience before I got a chance to play it. I was like, I gotta fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? I, I love it. You know, I know this is right up your alley. So it was. Uh, it really is, man. It is. Yeah. We talked about this too. This came at the best surprise because we both talked about how we didn't really want to play it. We're like, mm-hmm. but we've played Resident Evil too. Like. What's this really going to hold new for me? We've both played the original one, 
and it holds so much new it's there's so much more going on with this and it's just a freaky 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 game my one complaint and i will put this out there todd now they've they've bolstered it with the different game modes etc and the different run-throughs is it is a little bit short for a $60 game. And that's going to bite some people. Um, because I think both campaigns are, what, between six to eight hours on average? I mm-hmm. believe so. So you're looking at 60 bucks for a 12 to 15-hour experience. Now, I'm fine with it. I got my money's worth. But I can see where some people would complain that the campaigns are a little bit shorter than they would like. Then again, when they're in that condensed space and that condensed map... Um, I think that kind of adds to the effectiveness on the game, but I see where people are making the argument, um, Hey, you rebuilt this from the ground up. We understand it's $60 for a reason, but maybe a better price point. Maybe you would have sold more at thirty nine ninety nine. I've heard that argument too. Um, and I can see where people know, are coming I, I, from. I don't think it's a thirty nine ninety nine game. I don't think it is think, either, but I can I see the argument where people are talking about times. I Just, could, from what I understand, it, isn't it like four playthroughs that you can play through? Like you get an opportunity to unlock, yeah, a character and run through it with them, or and it's gonna be some. Is the DLC that they're gonna drop, or is it gonna be paid DLC on this? Do you know? Actually, let me pull that up while we're looking. I thought I had heard something about it actually being like a free DLC. I think or there something. may be free DLC. Let uh, me. Yeah, we definitely gotta fact check that one because I don't wanna. No, no, but spit, yeah, spit that one out there, but. It's releasing this month, and it's free. It's called Ghost Survivors. It is free. It's releasing this month. Okay, that'll so make things better. it's a ghost better. release. Yes, it's a ghost release. It's a phantom release. It's that dust. Bringing that plasma. That plasma, baby. Left and <laughs> right. <Dust> plasma. <laughs> now, Todd, I know you played it, but I also know your girl played it um, as well. I want to get your thoughts on it, man. I want to. I want to know I, what you I think. Too, but I gotta get back to Anthem real quick. Yes, let's, talk, let's get to Anthem about motherfucking Anthem. All right, so I don't know, man. Now that I played it, the free demo this weekend because yes. I got a chance to play a little bit of the VIP demo last week when all the glitchiness and all the concern was going on there. I was just looking for the motherfucker to run smooth. I'm not trying to get caught up in the economy right now too much. Yeah. You know, because I still have my concerns about that. I mean, I'm still waiting on my final copy of it, even though I don't agree with these staggered releases now either that EA yeah. is doing with the game. I don't, I don't like that. Like, I believe some people can get the game on the 15th. You know what I'm saying? But with it, getting that out of the way, I was looking forward to seeing, OK, how are these servers going to handle up? How is the customization going to still be? Are my fucking javelins going to disappear when they relaunch this motherfucker? Like, what are we looking at? How is it going to feel? And the fact that I got a chance to play with every, uh, yeah, man, with every javelin, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What y'all don't know is <laughs> we fuck with each other, man, on this thing. I think that's we why we hesitant to put this shit video out. All right, like we do random ass shit. Like we yes. be on other shows and they think we got Tourette's and everything because we doing like hand signals and shit like that. No. <laughs> Disrespect to anybody on Tourette's, especially ones that's doing bath salts with no face. But <laughs> if you have Tourette's, don't do bath salts. That's all we're saying. Cover our bases with making sure that you know yes. no disrespect to anybody like that. But like we fuck with each other, so I'm trying to make my anthem point. He's sitting here with you know he knows I have a problem with saying digital titties on the show. He got a case of Elvira. I'm like, oh, <laughs> don't say digital titties. I Be had to. I had to. Not a professional but 
anthems four javelins i've got yeah. a chance to handle you know what i'm saying now customize all of them i was going back and recustomizing my storm which i think is gonna be my main build there we go yeah when the game comes out and i'm interested in how they're gonna play that out and i do appreciate bioware i'm not i'm not giving ea credit for shit <laughs> good don't. that i enjoy about the game until the game comes out and they don't fuck over it i just i've been conditioned that way but the servers were good. The javelins feel good. Like the difference between the interceptor, the storm, the ranger, the colossus. I think that might be my least favorite javelin, but I do like the abilities of it. And it's just you know, um, is, I don't know. Is that colossus aspect of it, like, the big boy with the shield? Col- yes, absolutely. Colossus okay. is the one, the only one with the non-rechargeable shield. Uh, it just ha- it carries the shield, and and the way you play with him is totally different than the way you would play with Storm. Like the Colossus is built to maul and and be on the front lines literally because he doesn't yeah. have a rechargeable shield, and he's got heavy weaponry. So the only way he can get his health ammo and and make sure he stays on top of his game is actually charging in the fight, and yeah, and that brings different aspects uh, in the battlefield, which I find interesting and, and they could play around with i mean the game has immense potential Agreed. you know just like immense potential like we can see what i still have the same little subtle concerns about it before a looter shooter ch- choice from somebody that's coming from the aspect of okay the big games like it would be hard for me not to fuck with division two dealing with ubisoft and as much as i i personally enjoy division two um I might only have time for one of those games this year, and Anthem. Uh, even though I'm gonna play the Division Two, like I, it's yeah. gonna be one that takes over. I don't know. I think what now that I see that the servers are running smooth, I can't gripe about that. It just feels good. It still looks good, and I just find myself it it really gives me that feeling of a kid. I, I hate to say it, it's just like when I wake up in the morning and say, okay, this it's a, like I just automatically like let me, let me get on the game real quick. Let me get on the game for a little while. Let me run around. Let me get on free play and just like I can listen to some music. I, I can halfway veg out and then I can still get some solid loot, at least get some good crafting materials hanging. And I like and I don't feel like my time is wasted when I can come back and invest into my character. See, all yeah. these things are things I was looking for from Destiny. And I can do that when I'm ready to match make. When I want to jump in with my friends or I want to fuck with somebody, I could go do a stronghold or I could go do a mission and try to go do the storyline and see who that is. And I'm truly enjoying the experience when I get a hand on it. Now, I still have my reservations. I still have my concerns. But to say I'm not excited about the community that's going to be come up within Anthem. Like I had a conversation with a couple of people yesterday. You know what I'm saying? That you, yeah. you know, like. One of them let us know that we weren't on Pie Bean anymore, and we were like going back and forth. And we had that uh that moment it was like, oh man, we're not hooked up on PlayStation. What's your PSN? Or whoop whoop whoop. So I can feel the bubbling of yeah. the community getting ready to try to support this game. It's just up to EA not to you know shit on it because they're losing money via stockholders. You know what I'm saying? Because they got something here a little bit potentially. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we might get into that a little bit more later. Like I said, like right before we started recording, I was like, I gotta flip my storm up. Uh, I gotta keep flip up the color arrangement and try to maybe put some new arms on that motherfucker because I think I got them leveled out. I think you max out at fifteen on the demo. Yeah, just and I just finished the last um 
stronghold. The storm feels like the most OP one to to me personally right now. Yeah, I will put that out there. Like it depends. Like they all are balanced a certain kind of way, but for me, you kind of removed from everything and the elemental uh, abilities that you have. It it can be souped up a little bit. Like you kind of can stay away. As like you can watch the Colossus on the front line from a hundred yards away and rain down fire and ice on these motherfuckers and shoot them in the head with with a sniper rifle. Yeah, that brings up a little bit of di- the, the diversity between the javelins. Like I also I enjoyed all of them. This interceptor, you know what I'm saying? And my ranger looks like that's like my war machine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if, the, if they keep that balance right, that alone will be enough for me to just want to play that game and enjoy the game. Now, Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Fucking classic. All right. Now, I played <laughs> just a, like not much more Resident Evil 2 than you did of Anthem, though. All right. So let me fair enough. That. Also, fair enough. Also, survival horror is not the fucking. That's not really for me. It's just not like I'm, I enjoyed the Resident Evil games. But even when we talked about horror games, it didn't even make my top five because I put it in its own separate category because it's fucking Resident Evil yeah. between the movies, overall culture of everything. So I met I might have played it an hour and a, and a half, maybe, you know, um, not my like you said, my old lady, my girl. Really, that was like I know that's super up her alley. So yeah. it's just like, okay, I got other stuff to play. She gonna, I only got it on the pro, so she gonna dominate it. I'm gonna let her run through with Claire. So I play, but I also watched her play just so I could get the gameplay. It's you know, uh, get her opinion on it, get her perspective, and just kind of form a, an initial impression of it. I wouldn't say like uh, I'll be able to review it. I, I'm gonna go back and play that game and beat it at a later time, just like I did the first Resident Evils. Yep. I did. I wasn't the first to go. Oh, okay, I gotta beat it first. It's one of those games. That's one of those games for me. I gotta be ready and locked in to play that type of game. Like that's yeah. what I want to play at the time. You know what I mean? Because I really, it's like I'm not a huge horror fan, but when I want to, when I'm just in the mood to really watch a horror movie, I'll probably just play Resident Evil Two. So the first thing that I saw graphically, especially coming off of all, like the best year in gaming, in, in my opinion, one of them. That besides that, like 1998, in my opinion. Agreed. Um, Absolutely. When the original Resident Evil 2 came out. Like th- last year was was ridiculous. So it's just like we talk about graphics from Red Dead Redemption 2 to God of War to even Spider-Man. And even for me, the way what they've done with Anthem, with you know, that looter shooter genre, seeing that this I'm not gonna say it's on a, a whole nother level because it's hard to be innovative nowadays, but just seeing the the burger scene yeah. in the very beginning. Up close and personal, you know, I was like, okay, this is this shit's ridiculous. They're like, for it sure. just looks great, and it is fucking, it's creepy as fuck. It makes it's it's definitely a roller coaster ride, and I do a lot of cussing. I'm like, bitch, fuck, what you got going on? And I'm like, run, like, stop, fucking bite me. It, it gives you that genuinely, and it's like the subtle details. Like I hate to say, it, but like the first little gas station that you go into before you go into town, I know. Like, and it introduces you to these zombies that it's just like, okay, well, I got six bullets, all right? It might take six bullets to kill this motherfucker. Hell Not only yeah. that, might drop him with three. He'll drop. And, and the tendons just getting chunked off in the way it just the flesh melts off the face. It's like, oh, yeah. And then you go to another area. You flash a little flashlight on the wall, and it's a bikini lady on the wall. He's sit there for three seconds and be like, oh, okay, that's a lot of detail. Turn around. Ah, it's in your goddamn face again. <laughs> it's right there it's there that is there 
right on a on it's oodles and oodles of it you know what i'm saying and it's like i said it's very well written it looks great you can feel the love in the game and it's like the nostalgia part for me was the first time i walk into the police office yep i was like wow okay it took me back took me back tonight oh yeah like immediately you know what i'm saying immediately immediately it bugged me out and then that is the part where you know as soon as i crawled up under the little wall just to get the shit going and trying to get down there i was like mm, i'm playing some other shit because <laughs> i already know it's gonna go down right like i'm not, like not this this week you know what i'm saying like maybe i should have got kingdom hearts or ace combat like i said i was but i don't regret getting that game because it's an all-time classic and with all that say even a I haven't really gotten into it, and I'm not even tripping about beating it right now. I think my old lady finally beat it, and I did watch her, like, and it bugged me out just watching her playing the gameplay. Um, I love supporting things that need to be supported, and it's definitely a game. Like, I would not argue with your opinion and say, okay, you could argue already it's, it's going to be or it should be a nominee for Game of the Year, whether it's your genre or not, whether you really fuck with horror or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a pussy when it comes to some of this shit. I'll be trying to get peace of mind, but this game is great. But yeah, man, I mean, that's, you know, I've been playing the other little regular things, you know what I mean? We ain't got to get into that, but those are the main main ones this this afternoon. I'm ready to get back to the, to Anthem a little bit today, though, I ain't going to lie. Hell yeah, dude. I'm going to get on there later today and try it out again, mostly because I've gotten sleep. Play first, bro. I was just that's... free play first, customize your javelin. Yeah. Get the feel for the universe, then hit me up when you want to match up. All right, man, I can do that. Yeah, that's actually the same thing Willie suggested. He said, do free play first. He you said, go saying? on there, explore, customize, do what you got to do, and then do your mission stuff later. Because what's gonna, it's going to frustrate you while you're seeing in a matchmaking with people that's been playing it. Just yeah. It takes just a quick second for you to get used to flying around and the way the movement is in combat. Once you get used to that, like just then, then we'll talk a little bit more. But I, yeah. your initial... I don't discount your initial impression of whether it's at one o'clock or not. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? I feel you. Like, I, I, that's a fair assessment in my humble opinion. And I've spent hours with, like, I've, 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 like I said, I play with every javelin. I've customized every javelin. I've, I'm met, I've spent time with it. So, nah, you can't discount your opinion. But anyway, bro. Man, we'll be back uh, with some news. Uh, let us know if you agree or disagree with our thoughts on Resident Evil 2 and Anthem. Those are the big ones this week. The big ones. Resident Evil 2 is going to come up again later in this conversation, I can assure you. Yes, it will, because that is just... That's one of those games, and real quick before we move on, that's one of those games where I was like, I can't wait for the work day to end because I got to play this right now. I got to play this right now. And man, when I sat down and played it, it was a four or five hour session each time. That's just, it was unstoppable. It was an unstoppable beast like Mr. X. Screw that unstoppable man. Unstoppable beast. Screw that man. I shot his hat off. I took your hat. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. I got a rocket launcher. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Get blown in half, bitch. <laughs> all week long. All week. People. That's all I've been talking about. We'll be back with the news, though. Stick around. Welcome back to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, where we're in our news segment, talking about the news. Let's roll that news theme. Channel 4 News, with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Champ Kind Sports. 
Hanlon Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. <coughs> Shit. <laughs> hey, that was the Anchorman News thing. Courtesy of Big Willie reminding us to always put that in there. And always. he's the. I think he's the one that gave us that idea, if I'm correct. That's what she said. That is what no, she man. said. No, no, it was my idea, man. It Come was on, your man. idea? That's just, just like white people. Yes. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't, Let me not generalize this white person. Don't blame it on that. It's my memory. My memory is terrible. Uh, all that CBD oil you're trying to push on the show. I, that's what it is. That's what it is. I have to take memory right. supplements, Todd. I have to take memory supplements G- these what days. What is it? Ginkgo biloba? Ginkgo, ginkgo blows? Ginkgo blows. Ginkgo blow. I get ginkgo blow. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Dude, what are we talking about? Another so, year. So, Sakashi so six nine. You were telling me that he's going to jail. He's he's going to jail, man. Maybe. I mean, he 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 he. There was no time list in the article, but he uh he uh he confessed. He 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 pled guilty to nine crimes and will cooperate with the federal government. Is his career over? Not if he hires Soldier Boy as his attorney. <laughs> Get him in that Soldier Boy like was a Soldier Electronics now. That's what it is, right? It's the Soldier Electronics, bro, bro. Okay, you know I give him credit at this point. I just give him one hundred percent. I was giving him a little credit before for doing what he do, but now I'm giving him like one hundred percent. Now you just like double down, like you just like nope. I'm going full fledged hog into this mother right here. I dig it. Yes. I He's d- going full Ben Stiller in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> but, to, to, but, uh, I love that movie. He's <laughs> got a panda. He's got a baby panda. Never go full retard. Yeah, I'm the dude playing the dude. dude. <laughs> Looks like Girl. another dude. Oh. You Australian. <laughs> that is one of the best, funniest, most offensive movies ever. And it would never get released today. Never it's get released my today. Fa- it's probably one of my favorite top three Tom Cruise Agreed. roles. Agreed. But, um, Lester, whatever his name was. My favorite line, though, and real quick, and we'll move on to Soldier Boy News. Jack Black, when he's like... Soldier Boy News. This is Soldier Boy News. We'll keep that shit short. We ain't, so I'd rather, all right, we'll go ahead, bro. What's the line? It's the Jack Black where he's like tied to the tree, and he's like, no, no, I... I'll give you a rim job. I'll suck your dick. Knew, I'll create this. That cracked me up, dude. Going. I know. I know. I'll have to put it. That's what she said. <laughs> but Jack Black has a video gaming channel now. And you, you go, okay, now that's how you tie that in. <laughs> that's how I tie that in right there. He's got a gaming Slayer. channel. Slayer. So you got to say Slayer. 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 Let's move on from Soldier Boys to Kasi 69. Okay. Because it just went left again <laughs> real it's, fast it's my fault too we just do these things we do we can't Woo. help it uh so Woo. first piece of news is bioware states materials for graph crafting cannot again that is cannot be bought with real money so they're saying that the materials for crafting you cannot purchase with real money which goes further yeah, there into- out there with that uh pricing sheet or whatever the fuck they yeah. was floating around that that was a concern so i'm glad they addressed that I am too, man. Like, as long as the pay is for cosmetic 
you know, I'm perfectly fine. We've talked about this. Microtransactions are fine if it's cosmetic and doesn't give you an advantage in the game. You know what, man? Pe- real people on the ground that it makes sense to me. We were having this conversation because I was just like, well, you know, the economy is my major concern because that's what I do now. We we speak about these things every weekend now and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then he was just like, man, do you think EA is really going to be that stupid? I was like, well, actually, yes, I do. <laughs> now, but I thought about it. And I was like, well... I don't know. They've had a lot of backlash from the community. I think it's just it needs to be strong and people need to stand with that. Not only Anthem is a is an opportunity not only for the game to be good, but an opportunity to really see like the voices of the consumer. Agreed. And and how important that is to say, okay, look, it's not that we will not spend God loads of money with you if you provide a product that is is worth it. It's just you don't have to be disrespectful to the to the base. In order to do so, like maybe take some advice and we can tell you how we want to spend our money. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Whatever else. Uh, I understand there's pressures on the business side of it, but I think that's what's important about hearing little things like this about the crafting. You, you don't want an unbalanced game with this type of game. It takes all the fun out. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. No, I agree with you 100 percent. I'm glad they addressed it. Um, you know, it is one of those things, too, that EA is looking for. I have a feeling EA is looking for a way back into the gaming community in a positive light. Um, and I think this is, you're right, Anthem is one way they absolutely can do that. Um, if they handle it in correctly and don't try to ruin it with the microtransactions that give people, you know, OP boost on that stuff. Uh, next piece of news, F-Zero GX is getting a remastered edition. I am, after we played... So much Forza Horizon. I am back into racing in a big way. I picked up Burnout Paradise, and I was like, yes. And then I saw this news of F-Zero, and I was like, hell yes, dude. I used to love me some F-Zero. That was like the the racing game back in the day. Because back then, like, you couldn't make realistic-looking cars or whatever, so they create this whole fictional world of racers and give it this futuristic shine, and it looks like something out of freaking... Uh, What's the movie? Uh, what's the what's the movie with the three hour sequel with Ryan Gosling? Uh, Blade Runner looks Django? like. Oh <laughs> no, not Django! No, that's not a racing game that I want. Not Django. <laughs> I'm driving my little dentist cart around with the tooth on top. Oh my god. Oh. Cut out a little holes. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, that scene right there. That's so funny. Uh, my wife did these. I can't see through my eye holes. Wasn't that Jonah Hill or something? Selfish son of a bitch. <laughs> did all that work. Django Unchained. Oh, man. That would be the greatest game. Oh, that really oh, would. Shit. They need to do DLC for Red Dead. Oh, play it. They do. I'd play that in a heartbeat. That would be serious shit. Hey, hey, Rockstar. Yes. Give us do that. Do a Django DLC on Red Dead Redemption 2. <sighs> do that. I want, I want that. <coughs> I want that. Oh, shit. Man, Django that is... Online. Shout out to my wife, too, man. That is her, like 
favorite movie of the last 10 years, man. I don't know how many times she has watched that movie. She always gets sad at the end, which it's got a sad ending. Don't get me wrong. Uh, oh, oh, man. Um, next piece of news. Kano is coming to, to, to Mortal Kombat 11. Kano is coming to Mortal Kombat 11. This is interesting. Uh, I mean, I'm excited for Mortal Kombat 11, Todd. I don't know how you feel. I really am. Man, okay, I got to say this again. This is like dope level 10,000 to me. You know how much I love yes. Mortal Kombat like in the whole genre. I told you, I drew Scorpion on my door, like a six foot four version of that. I don't know. How, <laughs> how large is a door frame? Whatever. I don't I mean, know. He, he, I don't work in construction. I was, a, I was a child. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. And my mom came in. She was, the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm trying. And it, but it was pretty, it was okay. So she she didn't let me, she didn't make me take it off. My mom is the shit. Now that I think you have it, way like, better artistic integrity than I do. On my door as a kid, I just put nine inch nails in electric tape. That's all I did. Because I thought I was a badass. That's that's all I did. So I, I like your imagine, version better. I can imagine Vinnie Bryant. <laughs> With hair, <laughs> with the trench coat and like this mean <laughs> mug and like circular dark sunglasses that you wear inside at night. I actually used to say stuff like, "I don't like authority. I don't listen to authority." <laughs> Bracelets that you bought from Hot Topic. <laughs> My Jesus but and listen, Mary Chain T-shirt. But let me tell you something, bro. It's just a, it's just the same side of a different coin. While I'm around here wearing a do rag with one leg up on my pants. <laughs> my Sean Kemp Rain Man shoes on and a big fake piece and chain. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> the same side of a coin. It is. It's just some, you know what I'm saying? Some old different shit, you know, uh, growing pains, if you will. But yes, Mortal Kombat 11, man, I'm super excited about, bro. Like, for real, you know what I'm saying? Um, that Mortal Kombat, that, that goes all the way back to, like, the box. When You, you remember that? The box? Like, when yeah. there's nothing else on, like all I had was the box to watch with, it, and I was waiting on certain m- music videos to come up from, yep. like regulator to like put them on the glass. Like who knows? I was I was thirteen, but uh, I would play that in Mortal Kombat. So I would try like run hard on Mortal Kombat for a while. Like you know, how you had to beat certain people like so many times. I think it was like a hundred times in a row, so you could fight smoke. Yeah, After, yeah, like, yeah. Look, You know what I'm saying? Like this is how far I go back with Mortal Kombat. So to see what Nether Realm has done yep. with the Mortal Kombat series, I salute them. That shit is they have been consistently dope to me. As far as fighting games in that genre, they've also been just. I ain't gonna say they've been revolutionary in it, but they've done a great job of keeping the story fresh. And Agreed. I enjoy the storylines, the like of like um, XL. I enjoyed the fuck out of XL. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they backdoored and gave out the free DLC with the Ninja Turtles and shit like that. And it looks like they re- really taking Eleven to another level. Yeah. Now, what I have a question for you about is what, like, what's gonna happen with Shaggy? Like, are they gonna <laughs> put Shaggy in the game? Because his superpower is smoke. <laughs> they need to. I need Shaggy in the game. <laughs> All right, shout out to my sister on that one too, man. That's one of our favorite songs. My bad. Go go ahead. No, I have I have not been able to translate the ultra god powers being applied to Shaggy right now. Um, <laughs> All jokes aside, I don't want to see Jaggy, Jaggy Shaggy in that game no. until I'm over it. Yes, yeah, but, you know what I'm saying. Like like way down the line, I want this to be kept pure. Me sitting there watching Baraka 
it's kind of hard to say that now without causing controversy. I know. Eat a brain. No, I'm just kidding. Eating a brain. Um, <laughs> man, it's going to be good. You tell they put into the fatalities, man. It's going to be fire, man. I can't wait to see some of the new characters. I'm super excited about that game, bro. Hell like Not on yes. like Dragon Ball Fighters level excited for whatever reason because I've had Mortal Kombat before. So it's yeah, just Dragon yeah. Ball Fighters is a different kind of level of fighter. But it's just so ingrained in my heart. And Mortal Kombat, the movie, is the best video game movie ever. Agreed. Agreed. I want to watch it now. Let's argue. Anyway. I can't argue with that. I just agree with you. I love that movie. Just like I love the Power Rangers movie from a couple of years ago. I can't argue with that. Uh, next piece of news. Division 2 private beta signups are now live. Todd, the Division 2 private beta signups are now live. You have to have a Uplay account, and you got to go to the website, and then you can sign up there, or you can go buy Mountain Dew like a real gamer and drink Mountain Dew. I'm going to intravenously pump that shit into my blood. I can go to j- renal failure. <laughs> <laughs> can I have blood for Mountain Dew or Mountain Dew for blood? Can I use Code Zero? Is that the same thing? It's what the plants crave, Brian. <laughs> it's what the plants crave. This is the new future. Mountain Dew is what the plants crave. You fucking with Division 2, fool? Yeah, I will. Yeah. I, I mean, I only played the beta for the first one, but I, I'll give the second one a shot. Yeah, I spent I spent, I spent yeah. a solid amount of time, at least 80 hours, 80 to 90 you hours. You and uh, Derek, right, who was on the show previously, you guys you guys played that together, yeah, didn't I play, you? I, no, 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 no. At that at that time, I play, I ran through uh, the Division 2 with, with my boy Mike. Shout out to him again. Um, shout out to Tiff CT. Yeah. Uh, but um and my boy VSOP, we ran through that one. Same, and like I said, it's the same idea between what's going on with Anthem. Anthem is his not cha- is Anthem is not like invented the wheel with this. But yeah. I compared the potential, and I hate to put these types of expectations on it. But when I was having a conversation about it, I was just like, as far as the looter shooter genre, I mean, is this gonna be The Witcher Three? And what that did for that genre? Yep. Not reinventing the wheel, just. Bringing so much more depth it. and streamline it, or yeah. is it gonna be, you know, Fable Three? Oh, oh, oh. I just had flashbacks. I just had flashbacks to Fable Three. Just what is wrong with this game? That's my flashback every single time. Uh, no, man, I gotta, I gotta. I, I, I'm kind of interested to see where Anthem goes here, along with the Division Two, because, like you said, it's the Division Two coming up against Anthem. You know, and it's it's going to be an interesting little throwdown here. Now, history, historically speaking, I'd be on the side of Ubisoft because I really love Ubisoft as a developer. Now, Bioware, though, they've done some great games, too. Uh, but, you know, we'll get a little bit more in that discussion with the sequel sequel talk coming up. Yeah, yeah uh, my bad. The first look trailer is out for Dragon Ball Project Z, the action RPG. Bro, am I excited about this? Am I excited about this? An action RPG Dragon Ball Z game. That's what I want. I know the fighting genre has always successfully served the anime series, but I have always wanted a good RPG out of DBZ. Like, I think that could just be an incredible experience if done right. If done completely right. That being said, I super we'll know what you're out. saying, brother. <laughs> we will find out. Uh, next piece of news: Elite Battle Angel mobile game is coming. Did you see the trailer for this movie? 
Alita Battle. I want to see that movie, man. I'm I do too. About it. I'm like, oh, it looks good. I've been slipping on my movies, but man, I never went to see Aquaman. Ugh. No, I didn't either. I, I still haven't seen I it. I think that's a. I think it's the first DC movie I I didn't go see in IMAX. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited about Alita. That looks like it has the potential to be pretty dope, from what I could tell. Yarp. Uh, indie horror game Negative Atmosphere is aiming to fill the void left by Dead Space. Anytime you mention Dead Space, I'm gonna want to talk about what you're trying to do because you know I or love filling Dead Space. voids, and I love filling voids. <laughs> I love filling voids in my own heart with food. I use mashed potatoes and bacon. That's what I use, and I cook the bacon and I chop it up and I put it inside the mashed potatoes. I don't even try the baked potato. I want the mashed potato with the milk and the cheese and the cream. And no skins. No skins. None. That's my perfect mashed potato recipe. (laughs) I think, Todd, you're just like, you're on another level this week. I don't understand. Uh... (laughs) I'm just letting you do your thing, bro. I'm just, I'm feeling like that was, that was pretty deep. That was on some Freudian deep level shit. It really I was. Watching, I, I started reading Dante's Inferno again yesterday, so I don't know. That was oh, some, that, uh, I love I'm, that. My mindset, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was, that's some real shit to fill the void, bro. I didn't, <laughs> I wasn't prepared for it to go there. That's, that's a delicious way to do that. Like, so a lot of people do it with crystal meth. So I guess, you know. Mashed potatoes and bacon. I mean, who could be mad at that, right? Nobody. I mean, I'll just tell you this. I am so fat, Todd. I go to Hooters for the food. Uh, For the food. uh, uh, First off, you're lying. (laughs) I just had this conversation last night with my old lady, though. I said, you know, if we hit hard times, you know what I'm saying? You're going to work at Hooters, right? We need the money. (laughs) We need the money. Just saying. I ain't shit. I I apologize. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Next piece of news. Sekiro will have multiple endings rooted within the story, providing playthrough. I wonder how many endings this game will have, and I can't wait for Sekiro. That game looks fantastic. I can't yeah, wait man. to give that a shot, man. Stretchy arm. Stretchy arm. And then the last, <laughs> the last piece of news is Xbox Live went down. Oh. On your mama. Oh. Oh. Ow. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox, why? Why'd you do this to me, Xbox? Why do you hurt me like this? <laughs> if you've been paying attention, though, Xbox Live went down. Uh, it's insane. Uh, a lot of people are pissed off. They're like, what's wrong with my Xbox? Well, you shouldn't have bought an Xbox to begin with. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> No, I own my Xbox. I like it. I haven't been on there since it's been down, so I don't really know what's going on. Everybody was mad about a black screen, huh? <laughs> That's what it was. It was the black screen of death is what they're calling it. Oh, it had to be the black screen of death. Not That's... the black screen of life, resurrection. It's the black screen of death. <laughs> That's what it was. That's I'm what happened. Everything black got to be bad. I think things, when they go out, they need to be white screened. Let's white screen it from now on. In fact, we'll be back with a white screen of death. Skip the tutorial. We're talking about sequels, remakes, and IPs. (laughs) Welcome back to Skip the Tutorial. 
third segment here. We're talking about sequels, remakes, and new IPs, and our favorite mashed potato recipes. That's what we're talking about. You gotta add cheddar and butter. That's where I always go with that. Cheddar and butter. This is the best thing in the world. I actually enjoy uh, mashed cauliflower lately, too. Um, it's been pretty delicious as long as it, you know, the thing about cauliflower though, is the mashed cauliflower, when you cook it and you open up that package smells like a fart, man, just smells straight up. (laughs) I'm like, why am I subjecting myself to this? What am I doing here? Uh, but no, this week we're talking about sequels, remakes, IPs, what gets us basically a little bit more excited over the other. Um, there's different pros and cons, and we have examples of stuff that we really love and stuff that kind of fell flat for us. Uh, but Todd, I mean, my proposal, my question to you, I guess, is, you know, when you're looking at the list of games, um, that are coming out in a year and you see a bunch of sequels or remakes or even new IPs that are coming out, I mean, which kind of, what, 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 which of those categories like tickles your brain more? You're like, oh, I can't wait for this. I can't like this is going to be the thing that I really want to see this year is either a sequel to this or a remake of this or like this company's doing a new IP. Which one for you kind of hits that area the most? That is an impossible question. Agreed. To Agreed. For me, because it really legitimately depends on the year what's available. Once again, last year was a perfect example of really the best of our worlds as far as remakes. Yeah. Not remakes. This When you mix this year and with Resident Evil 2 and last year with God of War Red Dead Redemption 2 and Spider-Man, like you get a new IP with Spider-Man. Yep. I was super excited about that. Due to the discipline that I know Santa Monica Studio has with God of War. Yep. Absolutely. And just the consistency with that. Like Santa Monica Studios to me has been one of those most consistent, regardless, up, down, smile, frown, whatever's going on in the industry, you know, yeah, pretty solid with their product. You know what I'm saying? With their characters. You know what I mean? Red Dead Redemption did something revolutionary with their sequel to Red Dead Redemption 1 and even... Shit with just Grand Theft Auto games like Red Dead Redemption 2 was something that was just completely amazing in its own right. And so was Spider-Man with a new IP by a developer that I fuck with strongly. Shout out to Insomniac with that. I mean, let me not say that like I fuck with them like I know them. Like when I see people in Insomniac, we high five in the mall or some shit. I don't know these motherfuckers, but I just like what they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So it, it it really, truly is super subjective. It's one of those things that really just boils down to the content that's coming out in particular. Um, but if I, okay, if I had to get, I think it, human behavior yeah. lends itself to people being more comfortable with sequels. Yeah. Dealing with the devil that they know. Yeah, and when you're intro, when you're introduced to a new IP or a new idea, depending on how it's introduced to you, because actually, you know, Spider Man is not new. Really, like it was a new way to look at it, but there have been several different specific Spider Man games, like since the eighties. Yeah, I'm saying the early nineties for sure. It was just a different take on it, as far as like a Batman style open world game. But I mean, Spider Man Two on previous consoles. What was it, PlayStation 2? 
Yeah, yeah, it was PlayStation 2, GameCube. You know, yeah, some GameCube. Those like that was hailed as one of the best games. So, you know, it's kind of and plus it's kind of tough nowadays, even with new IPs. Even if it's a new game and a general new idea, I think it's tough to be too innovative nowadays anyway like what what yeah. hasn't been done you know what i'm saying so it's it's several layered reasons why it's, that's almost an impossible question for me to just pin down and be like yes new ips are my favorite i mean i don't know it depends on how i'm feeling about it and what the game is i mean what about you like what what, what do you think you know especially after playing resident evil 2 yeah um see i like the idea of new ips because you get a new playground a new world something like anthem that you can kind of start looking at I, I like that feeling that it's like that scratch that you get of like oh i want to know about this i want to know as much about this as possible i want to look at screenshots and videos and i want to play the game and like i get excited about the game and stuff like that i mean even with like day's end coming out um this year the zombie game even though we've had a ton of zombie games like the more i see about that the more you know i get a little bit more excited still reserved um, but I think something has taught us both as men in our 30s who have played video games our whole life is to always have that reservation for new IPs um, because you never know which way it's going to go. I mean, I was super excited about No Man's Sky, and when it finally dropped, it was one of those that just, you know, I bought it for a full price, and I really haven't gone back, even though I've heard they've done a lot of updates to it. Uh, but I think you're right. Like, sequels are something, it's more of the devil you know. It's You know what you're getting into with a sequel, generally speaking. Um, that being said, the danger zone when it comes to sequels is how it can disappoint when it's weighed against the memory of the original game. And how you felt about the original game. And I'll bring up examples like Dead Space 3 was one of those sequels that I loved the first two games, but you got to the third one, um, and it kind of just dropped off. Uh, uh, some other renowned sequels like Devil May Cry 2, uh, which some people enjoy, and there's nothing wrong with the enjoyment of that. You know, like we talk about video games are subjective, but Devil May Cry 2 has often been considered the worst in the series. Um, you know, it just, it really is going to depend. Um, the thing I like so much about remakes, though, um, is the opportunity to now there's some terrible ones out there. Don't get me wrong, but there's the opportunity to polish the graphics, um, to take out some of the functions that weren't exactly, uh, useful in the original game. And some of the examples I bring up of that are going to be stuff like the Ocarina of Time for the 3DS, the Legend of Zelda game. They took out some of the, the weird functionality of the arrow and they took out some of the issues with the C pad directional stuff. Um, and then the actual Legend of Zelda, the Windmaker, uh, Wind Waker HD re-release that came out for the Wii U. That was a much better game than the original Wind Waker. Even though I love the original one, you know, they made everything a little bit more streamlined. Um, not to make it more, e not to make it easier, but just to kind of get rid of some of the more superfluous stuff that existed out there. Uh, so there's arguments for all of them. And of course, like you said, IPs too. The, the danger with IPs is you never know what you're actually going to get. Um, you never know what that world's going to bring to you, whether it be functionality, controls, or whether it just be a broken game out front. Um, you know, that's one of those things too, because also the danger zone with sequels that there's a lot of arguments for and against on each side, but you get stuff like, what was it, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5? which was basically just a broken game to begin with and is accessible to nobody now because those servers have been shut down and you can't get it on disc anymore. Um, 
Especially, I'd be able to get it on a soldier boy system. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will will jump in real quick just to say this though. Like, <clears throat> just I know it's a bunch of remastered games out here that I'm missing, but just coming off the dome, the first two that I, I would think of, I'm like, okay, remakes or remaster games. It, it's a subtle difference, but Shadow of the Colossus, yep, <clears throat> and Resident Evil 2. Yep. Those are the first things that come to my mind. A lot of other games, like I can go back and play Batman Arkham. Night or Arkham City or whatever the fuck. Like yeah. I can just go play that as is. I can go play Mario as is. Like I don't need um, you know, like the original Mario. Like that's still fun. You know, it's still I think, fun. I think some something about the video game industry as far as the art side of it is just like, well, you know, you can remaster the Mona Lisa so many times, it's still the Mona Lisa. Like it's still certain games. I think that's where there's there's a nostalgia market that'll always be there too. Yeah. Um, that not to say that there's no value in in what Resident Evil doing two is doing. I think what they are opening up now could be something where companies say, okay, you know, if we really do these remasters or remakes right, yeah, then that like you know what I'm saying, like there's a market for it as opposed to a cheap way to make money. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think there's a market for it. I think a lot of it too is like we've seen what the Final Fantasy VII remake is bringing to the table, and you know everybody's kind of clawing at it to want that finally to be released after so many years. Um, I think it's going on year five right now that it's been promised. Um, I think maybe even longer than that. It may have started with the PlayStation Three era. Um, I think there's a danger. Like the other part that I have issue with remakes is. If you're going to remake it from the ground up, if you're going to remake it from the ground up, um, you know, to me, there should be something at least new to the game um, that you're adding or taking away. Um, Some games like, what was it, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, um, there was nothing really new to that. Did I enjoy my experience and was the price pretty good? Yeah, the price was pretty good for what you got, all three games, and I enjoyed my experience, but there was nothing really incredibly new. That being said... Ratchet and Clank, you know, not only did I think that was a blast of a game when that came out for the PS4, but it was also one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. Um, you know, especially it kind of like showed off the power of the PS4 at the time because it came out, I want to say, two years in the life cycle of the PS4 itself. Um, certain games, though, just, just to me, it's hard to go back and recapture what those games meant to certain people and what it meant at that time. Um, that can be very difficult. I mean, Resident Evil 2 did a good way of doing that. They did a great job at capturing what the true heart and core of that game was. But there have been remakes that have come out that just don't really um, capture that information or the the feeling that you had. Uh, for one example, it's the... And I don't even know if most people were aware this existed, but Earthworm Jim coming out for mobile games. Like, that's not really going to capture. You mm. remember Earthworm Jim back in the day? That's not going to really capture. And then this year we've got what? Hell to- yeah. Toe Jam and Earl is coming out again. I mean, is it's, there's a danger there, too, because then you've got stuff like Duke Nukem Forever that, you know, that comes out and it doesn't really pull you back into that same world. Or like remakes like Night Trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I get it. Night Trap's a joke. I get it. I'll take it though. <laughs> oh, Night Trap is so hard. 
It's so difficult. That's what she said. Oh, boom. Can't bring that up without saying that. Uh, uh, normal people trying to have conversations. And here I come with that childish Trump card of the that's what she said. I love just it. Wearing, just wearing the shit out. I love it. What about Bomberman, man? When's the last time Bomberman's been relevant at all? Where it hasn't just been a joke in the industry and used to be a le- legitimate IP. My other question to you, Todd. terrorism. <laughs> my question to you, Todd, is when did developer... <laughs> They call me Bomberman. Uh, <laughs> no, they don't. No, they, they don't. don't call you Bomberman. They call the domestic terrorist yes, Bomberman. True. Yes. Uh, but when do when do companies let these go? I mean, when do companies like you remember Conquer back in the day? Conquer's Bad Fur Day for the N sixty four. One of the few M rated games that came out for the Nintendo sixty four had that what was it locked and reloaded or whatever that came out. When do companies like Rare or you know, Activision or other companies really choose to let go of certain IPs because they don't make money, especially nowadays. Yeah. Like they're like that. (laughs) Companies have been showing not to give a super fuck back with the EA, for example, they no love. Like if it doesn't make money, if you're going to either get consolidated with another developer or you're going to not exist anymore, period. Like we don't have time for it. And that's another reason why I think people bank on sequels, more than being able to come out with new IPs because they have to be able to guarantee a certain amount of money. So part of our IPs, I believe, have been engineered and conditioned to be a certain type of way. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree. There are been, they've, they've been engineered to, you know, that's absolutely a fantastic point. Um, you know, there are, there are sequels too that we want, but I don't feel like games should get certain sequels or certain games should really get a sequel because they're just not needed to complete the story. Um, You know, the story's been told. I mean, there is an artistic integrity to it as well with a lot of writers and game developers, uh, people who really hold it down out there too. Um, You know, and in a weird world where we live in a modern age, um, sequels are looking less and less like a necessity anymore. With the idea, with the advent of DLC, new content, online gaming, um, you know, I know there will always be sequels. But Todd, do you see that in a world where we have this? Like, could you imagine, say, for example, a sequel to Monster Hunter World, where you can just add new maps and new stuff to that? And no, but where I do think things are going is more of a Fortnite model, where people come okay. out with different seasons. Like you load, you make one yeah. game, like with Anthem, but yeah. you get the ten-year plan, and they say, okay, instead of putting out a bunch of sequels, what we're going to do is find ways to remonetize this this product itself, which is also the birth of uh, a lot of predatory practices as far as microtransactions and i think it's a growing pain period right now trying to figure out a healthy balance i think economically like the market is trying to figure itself out as far as okay hold on what how far can we push this before we start losing customers where's the balance like where can we still run at an effective rate and have steady growth because if it's a business that's not growing it's dying blah 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 we get all of that um yeah but i think that is more so the future um, I mean, there'll always be sequels, but I think it's going to be a lot more of that going on as we move forward in the gaming industry. But that's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I agree, man. And, you know, like we said, this is kind of an open question to you guys. How yes. do you guys feel about sequels, remakes versus IPs? So you can always hit us up at skipthetutorialpodcast at gmail.com. Now, before we close out, 
for the show, Todd. I got a question for you. Um, remakes that you'd want to see, possibly. Um, is there anything classic in your mind that you were like, you know what, I would like to see that remade like they did with Resident Evil 2 with the proper love, proper graphic treatment, bring it up to speed to the new generation for new gamers to enjoy. Because a lot of people are enjoying Resident Evil 2 for the first time via the remake, which is also another positive thing about remakes, is bringing that classic gaming experience to the modern age. Is there anything you can think of? Um, I've got a couple right off the bat that I can think of. Uh, Drop them. Uh, Legend of Dragoon. You know, we've talked about that game before. It's one of my favorite PlayStation 1 games. And then the Go one... RPG, like the real RPG experience. Okay. Yeah, that one. And then the one that really I would die... Like, not die, obviously, but I'd really kill, kill to get a remake of is Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. By far one of my favorite games of all time. I would love a Soul Reaver remake. You know, that puzzle, platforming, creepy little environment. I would love to see a brand new version of that game. That that is a that's a great um I think I'd probably want Spawn in the light in that yeah. light and more so than a remake I'd want um I want I, I I want a good boxing game back like if they could yeah. bring Fight Night back, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily a remake, but yeah. maybe just bring Fight Night back one time. I think we almost there. Like this wouldn't be a bad time to do that, you know what I'm saying? But that, but honestly, that question is a great question because when I think about it just off the top of the dome, a lot of the stuff that I would want, they've played out and beat to death. That's, yeah. No, I can see that too, where we talked about letting like, it go. Some things I just want it to be what it is because I don't want you to beat it to death. Like, it fucks up the original content. Like you said, yeah. like hopefully Crackdown 3 doesn't just set it aflame, that whole series. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious, because I'm rooting for Xbox. Yeah. I would like I said, as you know, it was one of those things like America, baby, Xbox, like you know what I'm saying. But yeah, for the most part, they they beaten it to the ground. So, well, I mean, I think maybe maybe Moonwalker. Hey, yeah, bring Moonwalker, bring it back. Uh, the Punisher game from back in the day for the PS2 and Xbox, the original Xbox. I'd love to see that. I would love to see that in a modern age. That game was so freaking violent. And I that's loved good, every minute that's a of good it. Choice. That's a dope choice. That that's should have been on choice. my underrated games. I really like that game because when you face off against yeah. Iron Man in that game, it's pretty incredible. Um, also, too, um, you know, when it comes to these these remakes, we're living kind of in a weird age where the Nintendo Switch has become kind of a weird port machine where they're bringing a lot of this stuff to the Nintendo Switch. They're porting Wii U games over to the Nintendo Switch now, which I kind of find fascinating in its own little capacity um even 3ds games are getting ported over to the nintendo switch so you know we'll see though but again this is an open question for you guys you know what what are your feelings on remakes and sequels versus original ips what gets you more excited that's what she said uh <laughs> what brings it to the dinner table for you are remakes your mashed potatoes or are sequels your mashed potatoes because mashed potatoes are my mashed potatoes. I'm going to go eat some right now. Brian, are you sad? All these uh, all these mashed potatoes references are just, you trying to, no. the void needs to be filled. No, I'm not sad. Uh, but whether, He's the century, not the void. <laughs> but whether or not you agree or disagree with our opinions, you can hit us up at facebook.com backslash get the tutorial pod. Uh, Twitter at STT underscore pod. Email us at skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. Instagram at 
Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Don't forget to pick up your CBD oil from L-O-U-C-B-D, L-O-U-C-B-D. Make sure to check that out. Um, it'll be in the show notes as well. And before we go, Todd. Oh, yeah, T-Public. Don't forget about T-Public. that too, public Yeah, we got T-shirts yeah. out there as well for you guys. Uh, you can support us on Anchor. Uh, donate monthly if you'd like. Uh, we, we, we're looking to eventually get some better equipment. Better equipment. Uh, you know, all yep. that blah, blah, blah shit that we got to say. It's been a pleasure, as yes, usual. Yes, yes. Anything last for, before we go, my friend? Stay strong, people. Yes. Stay strong. Stay humble. Stay Beetlejuice. Humble. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Damn. No, you, damn, you said you're not, damn. you're not supposed to say it three times, I man. Know. Now I got to say Rumpelstiltskin. All right. You know, that's fair. Right. <laughs> Have a good night, fellas. Later. And ladies. Yeah. And ladies, yes. Stay humble. Stay humble.